kids episode, take 30. <laughs> God. This episode is brought to you by Wellforce, offering business consulting and IT solutions for the hybrid workforce. Online at wellforce.ai. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. I'm Joe. We have a special kind of episode today that that we just wanted to start a little bit different. What happened was, see, what happened was... <laughs> Are the, you doing your Jenny impression? The girls, who, <laughs> the girls Who Do Stuff brought their kids in the studio and, and thought that they wouldn't act like kids, I think is what happened. <laughs> we thought that was a good idea. <laughs> we had questionable... There um, were moments that I was trying not to laugh because it was like... These heartfelt, sweet questions. How do you feel about your sister or whatever? And it was like, they just acted like kids. But we got some of it that we're going to cut in here. But we thought what might be interesting is to take some time to talk about, and I want to ask you guys some questions about what it's like to own a business and be a mom. Thank you for listening to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. Visit girlswhodostuff.com. You probably shouldn't Google that. Today in the studio, we have a very special episode where we brought in our little children. Child. We have a very special shit show for you. Kids. <laughs> like five minutes into this and I'm thinking, what were we thinking? This was a bad idea. It feels like it. You guys got kids at different ages. Remind me of your guys' kids' ages. This is Sarah, and mine are six and nine. Yeah, and uh, mine are five and ten. Okay, so we're going to go around the table and introduce yourselves. So my children, Landon, go first. I am Landon, and I am mom. Can you get closer to the microphone, please? I am Landon, and I am Sarah's kid. Okay, and how, how old are you? I'm nine. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Lennox. My name is Lennox, and I am... Mo- my mom's child and I am six. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I'm cringing for some reason. You know, there's no reason to. Say it, Nicholas. I am Nicholas and I am that person's child. Nobody can see you. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Jenny, How old are you? Ten. And tell us your hashtag because you have your own hashtag. I do. Yeah. My turn. Oh, they don't know? I have no idea. Your mom totally markets you all yeah. the time. So Nicholas is the midgelet. Yes. And Samantha is the midgelet. Yes. All right, introduce yourself. <laughs> my name is Samantha and I'm five. What's your mommy? What's my she name? Jenny Midway. Good job. <laughs> Can you say your whole name? For those who could not understand that, she just said Samantha Marie Midgley, M-I-D-G-L-E-Y, which is how she introduces herself whenever we go anywhere, because for the first three years of her life, when we would go like to daycare or check in anywhere and we'd say Midgley, M-I-D-G-L-E-Y. So So your guys' kids are in the range where like mine have got a little bit older where they don't even want to hang out with me anymore, which is a whole new set of pain as a parent. Uh, but you guys were describing Thanks, things like, too. yeah, you guys were describing things like, and I see this in my house all the time. I think one of you had said that your kids will walk right past your husband 
who's doing nothing at the time, yes. presumably, Correct. to ask you for something benign like food or can I do this right. thing? Yes. And then you're like, oh, talk, that, my kids do that all the time. They'll walk right past me. Right to Lori, who's like on a Zoom call. Yeah. Like yeah. doing a thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I work. mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be in our bathroom, like off our ensuite bathroom in our bedroom, and they will walk. And my husband's desk is in, Scott's desk is in our bedroom. They have to walk past him and like and maneuver around him. No yes, less. like literally look <laughs> yes. at him and then hook a left and then walk through the closet and vanity area to get to the tiny bathroom in which I'm hiding. <laughs> I wonder if that's because your husbands are like me. I've been called the killer of fun in my house. No, I'm the it's fun like ruiner. I'm the no. If you're going to ask something, I'm like, no, but I got to work on that. That's me. Yeah. I'm the fun ruiner. <laughs> Scott does that all the time. He'll be like, mm, you're the fun ruiner. Yeah, we call it a DOF. Destroyer of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Quit being a DOF. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really yeah. close to another thing. That's not right. that. And no. then, and one of the things with that episode that was really funny was, uh, <laughs> but not funny, <laughs> was there were those heartfelt questions. But then there was the, I don't remember what you asked, but it was like, what do, what do you not like when your mom does or whatever? And Nicholas goes, when she abandons me. Yes. <laughs> we'll play that for you now. Is there anything that you guys want to ask us? No. Why do you abandon yeah. us all the time? Why do I abandon you all the time? That's some fighting words oh. right there. <laughs> you leave for 12 hours. Everybody every move day. away from the microphones. <laughs> Children, save yourselves. Land and hide behind the chair. She's <laughs> under the table. Samantha's under the table already. <laughs> you cannot sneak over and grab the guitar. You're attached to the headphones. <laughs> Just FYI. I need to get them off quickly. So, hey, Nicholas, since you said that mommy abandons you all the time, if you had your perfect day with mommy, what would you be doing? Describe your perfect day with mommy. I don't know. Well, you can't have the perfect day if you don't even know what it is. Right, like, what would you rather me do than abandon you? Because I apparently abandon you. Like, my efforts to maintain gainful employment and earn money so that you can have... All of your the stuff. Fishing, not here. To do that. Just say thanks. The fishing. <laughs> to <laughs> of course she is. Do not stay at Vibe as long. <laughs> okay, so you want me to not spend as much time in the office? Yes. Because okay. you stay in there for 24 hours a day. But I don't. Yes, you do. But I don't. You do. But mommy, that's his reality. Right. <laughs> that's what he, yeah. That so his perception and his perception is not necessarily reality. You leave at 2 in the morning and you come right. back at, at like 11. But I don't. Yes, you do. But that's the thing. That's th- what I'm, it feels I'm, like. Okay. It, I understand it can feel that way. It feels like I'm gone for a long time and that has been harder since COVID, right? No. Yes. Because I didn't have an office before COVID. <laughs> and then I had to get an office. Why? Because because you had to start the podcast. Because you have a job. Because I have work to do. That's kind of useless. I'm just and kidding. I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> like, seriously, kid, I don't abandon you. And, like, he was, so, like, the next day we were in the car. I was going to say, what conversations took place after that? And I was like, hey, can we just have a conversation about what you know, do you yeah. have any, you know, feedback? Like any, well, you first have any I got to run into the store. You stay in the car by yourself for a bit. 
<laughs> basically, like, I put him in the car and I towed him around with me for an hour and a half while I had errands to run. And he was like, well, it was meant to be a joke and nobody got my joke. And I was like, really? I can relate to that. He That's was, most of my jokes. He was, like, getting vehemently upset. that, Like, he was in vehement denial that it meant was serious and it was right. meant to be a joke. And I was like, there are jokes that they have a, a basis in truth. So I know that sometimes it's hard for you. That I do leave, and it's not always fair that daddy's the one that's home, and I'm the one that's here. Do you want to talk about that? It's <laughs> like, all right, we don't have to talk about do it, but wanna... just know that I'm here to listen whenever you're ready. I think it's always challenging with your kids because there are moments where they're super sweet, and they're just like everything you want them to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it's almost then like, their mouths. it's like Murphy's Law. Where it's when you want them to be, right? It's like anything in your life. Like right. when you want the internet to be fast, it crashes. It's like when you want yeah. your kids to answer the way that you want them to, it's like, oh, now you're telling jokes. Yeah. Or the way good. that they've we said it like play. a million times when it's you're not on a podcast. Like yeah. they've said it a million times. You're teeing them up with a question yes. they've said before. Yes. Right. And then they freaking totally go somewhere else. What do you love most about your brother? <laughs> Nothing. I was going to say, this morning is a bad morning to ask that question, Jenny. All right. Landon, what do you love best about your brother? Um, I was going to say nothing. Like, I even said to the boys, I was like, because on the ride home, I was like, oh, they're like, that's so fun. I love Maybe I should give the story of what happened before we came in the studio. Oh, yeah, because that was a huge piece of why things played out on your end at least right mine was just our normal shit show <laughs> with samantha she sang baby shark like how many like we had to literally take the microphone away for her to make yeah. her stop singing baby shark, mommy, shark do, 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 three minutes do, ago mommy, like shark, i had to pull do, her do, hand do, off of the door frame mommy, to get her shark, in the room do, 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 mommy shark. <laughs> well and she was she, she didn't want to like, do it she was holding on to the molding of the door <laughs> right because she didn't want to come into the studio i think it was me she didn't like boys yeah but yeah, we so Landon had literally been counting down for weeks of when he was going to be on the show. Mommy, when did you and Jenny set the date? Mommy, do you have the date set yet? And then when we got the date, oh, five more days, four more. So amped. Getting the, I'm like, okay, guys, go get in the car. I think I was like filling up a water. No, I was putting cream cheese on my bagel yeah. to eat in the car while I was driving to the studio. And all of a sudden I hear, <gasps> and I'm like, what is happening? And so I take my bagel, walk to the car. So what is that? Maybe two minutes that they were unsupervised. And Lennox apparently was in the front seat and was going to be like, oh, I'm going to sit here. And Landon was like, no, get in your seat. (laughs) And when Lennox would not. multiple voices. Yes. And when Lennox would not comply. I am the car seat patrol and you will listen to me. Because he's the oldest and he is actually very wise. Like he is like that old soul. soul. Mm -hmm. And so he is, get in your car seat, do it now. Like mom's coming, get in. And I'm sure he's going, don't jack up. The freaking podcast that I've right. been waiting for weeks. Get your ass in the car, in the right. seat, and strap in. And Lennox didn't listen. Then Landon manhandled him to get him into the seat. But then I come out, and I'm like, what is happening? And Lennox is like, and Landon's like, no, I didn't. 
<laughs> and I was like, what actually happened? And so now we're 15 minutes late leaving because I'm having to be the private eye of which one of you is lying and which one is telling the truth. And like our goal for it was to arrive early to let the kids get some of those yeah. like crazies out before they sat down in the chairs. And that didn't happen. Yeah. Why bother showing up early when you have children? It's never going to happen. <laughs> And lying is my greatest trigger of yeah, all time. And so mm-hmm. then I'm through the roof pissed. <laughs> but did, so, so Lennox said he hit. So I just want to deconstruct this for a minute because this happens in our house all the time. So like it's the Nikki hit me and he, no, I didn't. I just and then he describes the behavior, which is like a hair off of hitting. It's still manhandling. Yes. yes. But it's not like he open handed yeah. like yeah. or punched. Do I really have to get this technical and deconstructing? Yes. The action and that you took that now is causing her to scream. Yeah. Oh, kids. I almost didn't let him come on the podcast. Like I was like, that's it. You're not freaking talking on the damn podcast. You'll sit in the freaking corner like the entire drive there. It was, and that's me. I don't understand why we can't just get into the studio. Why can't we just get along? Yes. Like, for the love of God, that's make would, my life easier. Samantha, if you could be any animal, what would you be? Unicorn. Uh, unicorn. Why would you want to be a unicorn? Because they're my favorite, and they have a magical horn. Sanic the Hedgehog. I'm just kidding. Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic, it's not, no, you have to pick a real animal. It's pronounced Sanic. All right, Nicholas. Um. Butterfish. When my kids were little, they would fight like that all the time. And I used to, I never used to care much about the investigation. I was like, I don't care. You're both in trouble. Why don't you treat each other nice? You're the only oh, sisters gonna you got. I'm going to do that from now like, on. I, don't have no, I have no desire to figure out what happens because they go into excuse mode. They're oh, like, yeah. but she yes. did nice. I don't care. You're both being mean to each other. That's, right. what, I, that's what I care about. Knock that off. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. That and, will oh, save, it didn't work. Do you, know how much no, energy, <laughs> do you know how much energy I am going to reclaim? Yeah. And my statement usually is to the older one, you are not the parent. Yes. Stop trying to parent her. Yeah. Older yes. ones like to do that to Come younger ones. Come to us. And we have the, we have four and a half years, almost five years between the two because Nicholas was almost an only for very good reason. And uh, it was, it's just one of those things that we have to keep reinforcing. Yes. There are times when you are responsible for her. But it's not all the time. Yeah. Although some of that's really nice. Like when Katie was like five and Maddie was three, Katie would translate. So Maddie would be in the backseat being like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and Katie would be like, oh, her left sock is off. And we'd be like, oh, great. Is your left sock off, Maddie? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is, that's yeah. the thing is Landon is so uber independent and takes initiative. He has been and not he loves it like. He would make his own lunch at three years old. And not because I was like, fend for yourself, kid. But literally, he would be like, But we know she was like, fend for yourself, kid. Exactly. (laughs) He's like, I can do it. And so it's this weird, like, you're an old soul Mm -hmm. and you are super responsible, very independent. Yeah, so I can see how that as a child within your body would be confusing and mixed messages. So how do you, as working parents, how do you give yourself grace when stuff doesn't go right? I don't. I fucking lose sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Never to do a kid's. Let me have a dog. Give me the microphone. 
microphone. Let me fish for 24 hours. I totally I wake up opposite. at 2.30 in the morning and can't fall back to sleep. <laughs> and it's, no, mine is the total opposite. I go, you know what? They're breathing. They're eating. They're healthy. They have what they need. I'm not going to let the guilt consume me. I'm not. I can't. Because I lived that existence when Nicholas was tiny and it was miserable. And, and I, I just, I can't anymore. There's been a couple times where my wife lovingly tell me after the dust settled on an interaction between me and a daughter that, oh, you should go apologize. And that's really hard for me. Why just, is that? Because that's hard for Matt. I'm very intrigued by that. It's, it's um, hard for Scott. And you know what Scott's usual thing is? He started it. And I'm like, you're not five. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. Because I will. And we have this exchange. Of, be, please be a grown up. Model the good behavior. And we, we just take the, we add brevity to it so that it's easier for everyone's yeah. discomfort. Oh, you're making me feel so normal right now. I think, okay. the, I think the majority of what bothers me in that situation is not going to apologize to a daughter. That feels fine. It's the fact that I didn't catch it and Lori had to tell me. Ah, <laughs> I feel like that's it, yeah. what bugs okay. me the most. And okay. I just don't, it just, oh. But what I noticed though with, is that's the difference between the dynamic between me and the boys and the Matt and the boys is because I see it deteriorating and having a negative effect on their relationship. Whereas me, if I lose my temper or if I... Uh, say something I don't mean, I will calm down and then I'll circle back and I'll be like, mommy should not have said that. Yeah. I did not mean that. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have acted that way. Blah, blah, blah. And Matt's nope. <laughs> like, he just keeps trucking. <laughs> and so it was never repaired between them. Mm -hmm. With the incident that happened then doesn't get discussed. It doesn't get like hurt on both ends. We do that. And so I've noticed that it erodes mm -hmm. the connection. I think it takes courage on the spouse's part. Whomever is the one not at fault or the one that maybe didn't make the poor choice in the moment. Who didn't it, lose their shit. Who didn't lose their shit. It's a lot. It's courageous for them to go to the other spouse and, and say, hey, you know what? I want to just bring this to your attention. It's not a judgment. Right. It's just that maybe this could have been handled differently. Mm -hmm. And maybe, right, we should all take a breath. Mm -hmm. But it would help y'all move forward if you could go yep. talk to said child and, and apologize. And that hugely helped because we yeah. got to that place where I had to be brave and have that courage to maneuver that awkward conversation because mm -hmm. you never want your spouse to feel like you're not on their team or that right. you're judging or not supporting because we all have our moments where we But doesn't that like bring you a closer team then? Because you're really acting, you're actually creating that balance of saying like... I think eventually. Yeah, in yeah. the moment, it's got all the stuff attached with it, but... yeah. There's nothing wrong with modeling, like, what you want your kids to do. Right. If you can calm down and be rational, but sometimes you're not being rational if mm -hmm. you're mad or something just mm -hmm. happened or somebody lost their temper. But, but we normalize that, too, in our house, the losing of the temper. Mm -hmm. Yep, people are entitled to get mad. Mm -hmm. Feelings are neither good nor bad. They just are. We're like, you can get mad. <laughs> it's okay to get angry. It's not okay to hurt. It's okay to yes. get angry. It's not okay to hit. It's okay to get angry. It's not okay to kick. Things right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the positive sides about modeling is I have seen both of my daughters now as they get older do that thing. Like they'll mm -hmm. lose their temper and they'll come back and almost use the same verbiage mm -hmm. that mom and dad use. When, mm -hmm. Hey, I wasn't whatever. That wasn't you didn't deserve that. I was this blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Which is just modeling work. It does. It, does. it totally does. One of I have two very proud parenting moments so far in this journey. And one was Nicholas was having a struggle with another little boy in his class. And these two are literally like oil and water, and yet mm -hmm. they keep trying to mix. And mm -hmm. 
eventually it will erupt like Mount Vesuvius. But for now, they're they're navigating these waters. They're negotiating. But he and I had a conversation. He was really upset. And I waited for him to calm down. And I was like, look, here's words that you can use. Like, you can say this. You can say that. I was cleaning up his room. He wants to know moves he can use. Right, that too. No, but he (laughs) later, like, I was picking up things on his desk. And I found he had actually gone back and found a little, like, a pad of paper and wrote down. After our conversation... Like the words that he could use to say, yeah. He ended up calling out this child in front of his whole class virtually, <laughs> but he still had written down the words, yeah. Um, and he was calm about it apparently when he called them out. That's what the teachers. Yeah. And the other moment of that was looking at how he relates sometimes with his sister, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like now they will do this like they have this weird connection for comforting like when she's mad at one of us Mm -hmm. she knows she can turn to him for comfort because he'll come over and he's very loving and he's very sweet to her Mm -hmm. and because we've modeled that when you're rightfully upset and you haven't done something that's outrageously wrong that we really want to not be kind to you about right now we can still hug you and love you because no matter what we still love you and that's what we say too is i can love you without liking the naughty things you do i can love you and not like your behavior that's what we say a very Brene thing. Yes. That's the. <laughs> Wait, I have a follow up. What is the, what is the house rule that you dislike the most? Cleaning the house. I would say not lying because he lies all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and see right there. This is why we did this episode. <laughs> to call each other out. Wellforce. Offering business consulting and IT solutions for your hybrid workforce. Do you need business process evaluations and solutions to streamline your workflows? A technology assessment, including security and managed services to optimize performance, or solutions to create a seamless hybrid workplace experience. If that's you, Wellforce has a growing team of affiliates to support your organization's move to hybrid. Visit wellforce.ai today. All right, I got one more question for you. Work-life balance. Sometimes I go back and forth on this one. Sometimes I think work-life balance is a phrase made up by people with nine-to-five jobs that don't take any work home with them, and it feels like it's a completely different thing for a business owner Mm -hmm. or an entrepreneur. Or if you're in the place where, like, you're you're selling and you're making all the money, a lot of people are nowadays, it seems, yeah, I don't know when to stop working. If money's coming in, I'll work. If it's not coming in, I won't work. And so... As a business owner who is a parent, what's your guys' thoughts on work-life balance? Is it a crock? Is it something that we should strive to have more of? I don't like the word balance because that gives an imagery of equal, right? Like the seesaw is perfectly Like you should work for eight hours and then not work for eight hours. And we know that as social workers, though, because (laughs) when you've had a trying day, whether you're a clinical social worker, you're healthcare, you're doing whatever, you work with kids, you do adapt, whatever it is. There has to be a period of time in which you separate yourself from the job Mm -hmm. or else you will not be able to function at home. And there are things that you carry home with you that you can't avoid carrying home with you. And you need to have that safe space to be able to to create that compartmentalization and avoid the burnout, which. That's why I say work-life harmony. And Mm. each person's harmony is different for them. Like my harmony is focusing on work four to five hours a day. That's that harmonious place for me. And when it's going seven, eight, nine hours, I can tell them that's when it's not harmonious anymore and I'm becoming 
irritable and short-tempered and overwhelmed. And so it's knowing, but for some people, like seven hours and going, what? It's not normal to work 10 hours a day. (laughs) For some people, their (laughs) harmony is seven hours a day. And or so it's just, what is it for you? Agree. It depends on where you're at in your business. It depends on, because if you're the point where you're recruiting and you're trying to get more clients, you're going to work more. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not working four to five hours a day now. That's my harmony. I am not (laughs) experiencing (laughs) harmony. Let me clarify that distinction. Don't compare your (laughs) middle to someone else's end. Your D to your P. But that would be my... Yes, that is what he said. That's what it was. But that would be my ideal, right? That would be harmony to me. I just don't have it right now. (laughs) No, but I really like that distinction. And that not distinction, that's not the word I was looking for. I like the spin of putting it as harmony instead of balance because Mm -hmm. that really does create a visual of just like things fall out of harmony. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to work towards harmony. Like it doesn't yeah. happen overnight if you're yep. talking about. And what's the harmony in the household is what's harmonious for with your kids. Is it for you? It's done by four o'clock so that then it's a little bit of playtime, then cooking dinner. Not just what's harmonious for you. It's then what is harmonious within the home. All that stuff. Yeah. I like yeah. that because that allows because I've been wondering lately if I'm not built better for like a fireman schedule because I don't mind working when I'm working. I can work like 12 hour days, but I just like to do that two days in a row and then not work for a couple of days. Right. And so I think everybody's different. I think it's seasonal. And I don't think I think the 40 hour work week and like the right amount of work has really caused a lot of people pain and anguish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when I um, interviewed for one position that the person said flat out the expectation was that because I was granted a salary that I would work more than 40 hours a week. And I was like, this job is not for me. Thank you. I I took the job, but that is how every HR department would define salary. And they'd be like, is that more than 40? Oh, kind of. And then after the meeting, they're like, we own you. Yes. That's what it means. As an exempt employee, whatever. But it's the reality is that you can create that shift and say, you know what? Yes, you hired me for this position. But if I'm increasing your efficiency and I'm solving problems and I'm saving you money, then if I only work 30 hours one week and 60 hours the next, we're good. Yeah. Like, what if Don't. I can get everything you need done in 16? Does that mean I'm done? Right. They would not agree. Yeah. No, <laughs> I know. But it's, but I think that, but it's an archaic mentality. 100%. Like, that goes back to, to like the punching the clock factory shift work. Yes, exactly. It, yep. d- it doesn't translate. And that's why I think that Sarah and I talk a lot about putting value on our time. Yeah. And what is your time worth and how does that look? So that way you can create that harmony mm-hmm. that was a big lesson for me to moving from a salaried position to a non-salaried is you didn't realize how much you didn't mind spending two hours in a meeting yep when you were salary mm-hmm. versus when you're billing hourly you're like no we're not we're not gonna meet no that's silly this mm-hmm. is an email i was the opposite is that when it was salaried i'm like do i have to send this me-? like i have fifty four thousand other things i could be doing that are not sitting here in this meeting to have another meeting. Correct. Because that's why that's, I, my drive is always to be more efficient, sometimes yes. to a fault. That's um, why I'm like, what is the intention of this? What are the expectations and boundaries around it? Sarah and I just had a meeting about that. <laughs> but I think that's how we translate it to our kids because I can fly off the handle and be like, that's my point where I'm like, oh, shit. Like, things are not in harmony. And mommy's very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy should not have done that and handled that. I could have handled that differently. But. Or and. <laughs> Right. Or and. Right. 
butter and it could be either who knows given the circumstance and i am human and i now i recognize i need to go adjust this which is why i said typically at home i'll only do like editor editing or content Mm -hmm. management because but two days this week i literally i unplugged my computer i was doing so good with leaving my stuff here but two days this week i had to you know unplug my computer and take it home with me and i just assumed a position sitting in the bedroom in my chair doing just Mm -hmm. continuation because Life happens sometimes. Yeah, I've had to set an alarm on my phone for 5.15 of, okay, start to transition down so that by 5.30 I've closed the computer. Because there's been times where I'm so in the zone that I completely lose track of time. And I'm like, oh my God, it's six o'clock and we haven't even started dinner and it's a school night, yada, yada. And the kids are playing with the neighbors so they could care less. They're mm-hmm. like, I'm frolicking on the trampoline. Life is yeah. great. You know what I, mean? I think the thing that, we work so hard to put those boundaries up for work and we want to be efficient, like you guys are saying, so that we have time. Because I think parenting, I don't think about it as efficiency. Like, I am I just want to sit and watch TV with the kids. I just want to goof around. So we work really hard to protect our time from work so that we have the free space so that we can throw that at the things that we like, yep. which is parenting and right. family yep. and spending time with people that we like. Yep. And then we invite them on a podcast. <laughs> And then we question our life choices. (laughs) I was thinking to myself when you guys called a bit, I was like, ooh, I don't know how my kids would do. When I first got a studio set up, I brought my kids in and thought they might enjoy this. And they were like, yeah, let's do it. And then it was just like 15 minutes of fart jokes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of boop. Hey, boop. Listen to that. (laughs) Very pleased to hear themselves in their ear. Yes. Yes. I think that's why Samantha kept singing Baby Shark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic, too. Oh, so good. Any words of wisdom for mom bosses out there? Oh, just give yourself all the grace. Yep, you're not alone. And enjoy this clip. <laughs> and, and this is what it's like. Yes. Welcome think- to the real world. If you were a superhero. Let's I know mine. With- okay. Um, strong guy, because I'm strong. Then <laughs> that would be your superpower. Literal name, strength. Literal, literal name. Kind of name. And then yeah. I use speed. I'm just a simple little superhero. Speed. Strength and speed. Aquaman. You would. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> so yes, it does. Contr- I mean, that's he's a total water boy. Yeah. So I would just yeah. attract the fishes, then they pull them out of the water. So. Right. What's your trident? A stick. That's what my a fishing rod. No, a stick. Mm. I'd stab them with a stick. No. Oh. <laughs> Wild card. I'll have every single power on earth. Oh. Well, then, how would you choose wow. which one to be? A superhero. Wow. That would be like a mega hero, not a superhero. <laughs> what makes you feel loved? Ooh, do, do, do. <laughs> what makes you feel loved, Samantha? Uh, yeah. Oh, see, that's how I envisioned this going today, and it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Snapchat. I want to Snapchat. Like reasonable answers. Yeah. Landon, what makes you feel loved? When you play games with me and stuff. And snuggles. Nicholas, what makes you feel loved? Hugs and food. That is true. His one of his love languages is definitely food. Nice. No, this huh? is this is my native language. Baby. That's yeah. my native language. 
What is it that you want the audience to know about you? That I have my own YouTube channel. <laughs> and I want you to subscribe to he's it, please. He's promoting himself, he's you guys. He's, he's, got, he's totally. doing his plug. Please, please. Okay, we'll take you to the bathroom. This, this is, is done now. Yeah. All right, so thank you so much. Just okay. go on. You know where the bathroom is. Subscribe to my channel. We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing to this podcast and follow us on social media.